We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Wednesday National Signing Day edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio this uh, afternoon. Talk a good bit about... Old Mrs. Signing Class, the uh, the hits, the misses, what's next, and where things go from here from a roster standpoint for the uh, the Rebels around 2.59 p.m. as we uh, we hit the button. So for any context, people that are listening to this in podcast form, you know when we are uh, doing that. I think every decision has been made now except for uh, – well, all decisions have been made. I think one NL, NI, NLI – they really should have named the damn thing something else because I'm having a hard time here. <laughs> Um, they should name one of those something else. We, we used to call it LOIs, and then we switched to NLIs. LOIs would be much easier now, actually. Because it would still be a letter of intent. Why I mean, don't we just go back to LOI? Why don't we just start agreeing that that's what we're going to call it, by God? Okay. We'll, 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 we'll do that. So we'll, uh, we'll discuss that. Jacarius Clayton has not announced his decision. That's He's at 3.30 today. Um, they're at Tupelo High School. He signed but, with Mississippi State this morning. Yeah. Neil says he signed with Mississippi State this morning. He did. He appears to have evidence uh, uh, of that. So I don't want to use that word. Okay. want to be careful. Okay. I was told this morning that Jacarius uh, G- Clayton, Percy Lewis, and um, Trevion Williams had all signed with Mississippi State. Two of those had been mm-hmm. announced. I believe that to be the case at the time. I've seen that uh, bear out over the course of the day, and I believe it. Okay. I'm I'm 99.999% sure that it's accurate. Frankly, I'm 100% sure, but I just don't want to say that until it comes out. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, as far as I'm aware, Jaheim Otis did sign with Alabama. He did. Um, he did, for sure. Yeah, Chris, well, I do remember when the site crashed every year, but it did not crash today. I did, I did not even get a hiccup today. Ours didn't crash. Ours did not crash. Did someone's crash? The, the the condescending asshole who tweeted about ours crashing a couple years ago. His, his crash. Today, Son yes. of a bitch, yeah. karma. <laughs> yeah, where's Jen Belima when, when you need her? Um, but anyway. <laughs> Whoa. What was that? Uh, this happens sometimes. Was it your headphones? Yeah, it's got a little thing that's default, but I'll fix it. 
I'm assuming when Lane was saying that, I don't know if he didn't know that Derek Moore had chosen Michigan or if it had something to do with Jacarius Clayton. I have, I have no, no idea. No, it had to do with Davison Igbonison. Oh, is that what he was talking about? Yeah, who I okay. suspect has signed. And they just don't say it because they're, playing the, they're drama, playing the game. They're playing the drama game. And if you have the paper, who gives a crap? Let the kid do everyone's Are you having problems? No, I've got to find He's dropped a head. I've got to find piece a piece. And. He looks kind of like the cat that's like falling is like hitting all over trying to find something next to it. But anyway, uh, podcast brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in uh, Oxford. Reminder to uh, take a picture at the pump, the QR code. You get 10 bucks immediately because it takes you to the app. You get a thousand points. Thousand points equals $10. You use right there at the pump while you're filling up for that particular uh, tank of gas. So do that. Lunch vessels, five sixty nine, two sides of bread, 32 ounce drink and more while Neil's looking. I'll tell you about the Clark Ford Studio, 662-257-1900. They're in Amory, Mississippi, Highway 25. Corey wants to be a truck guy, wants to be your car guy, and he will help you out. You get great service, not even just during the sale, but after the sale too, whether it be oil changes, services, or anything else you need there with Clark Ford. So give uh, Corey a chance. And we were not having any interviews today that I'm aware of, but the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters uh, in Oxford, in New Albany, during the right time of the year, on the water as well. So, pull boys, drink specials, and plenty more there at Rafters. So, give the food a chance, give the alcohol a chance, and enjoy any of those Rafters locations. Now, Neil is on the floor. He'll come back at some point, still looking for those headphones. Headphones that I'm not even sure he needs, because we're not talking to anybody, but he'd probably like to find the piece anyway. So, uh, Ole Miss with uh, its class done today. It was all high school kids except for uh, two. One of those, an Australian punter whose name is escaping me. I actually posted about a different Australian punter on the site earlier this morning, but it's fine. There's an Australian punter. Also, um, Reginald Hughes, the linebacker at Northeast. He is, uh, did you find it? Did it really go down your shirt? Okay. Damn impressive. He's good. Reginald Hughes, linebacker at Northeast, uh, is with that as well as a uh, a high school signing class, and it's it's a complicated thing. I mean, we'll talk it out a good bit on today's show. We'll write about it today in the coming days as well. As uh, it's it, it's one of those classes, and it's kind of like the worst case class from a coverage standpoint because whatever somebody's attitude going into the day about the program or the class or frankly, however they got up on what side of the bed that morning. That's sort of how they see the class today because you can convince yourself that everything's kind of all right. You can convince yourself that it was a problem, and you can convince yourself, and which I think is the truth, is it's kind of just fine. It's all right. It's uh, there, there, There's no over-hot take to be had on either side. I think there's some some takes inside on a more microscopic level that you can look at positively and negatively, but it was an, it was an interesting class today from the standpoint of uh, – of just kind of how it went together. Yeah, Frazier Mason is the punter. Thank you, Jason. I, yeah, I, you, I, you committed – I mean, frankly, it was kind of xenophobic on your part that all Australians are the same. I mean, that's what you said. Ole Miss committed said, an Australian punter earlier in the season. What, you said all what about Australians me was are the to same. imagine that that was not going to be the Australian punter that signed? All Australians are the same. <laughs> you sign one, you sign them all. And Tennyson, the uh, Auburn transfer. Sorry, the DB, Darius Tennyson. He didn't sign technically, so that's why he's not. He on the announced list. his. Uh, he announced his intention his, to his enroll. candidacy for the Ole Miss roster today. He will enroll in January, at which point he will sign scholarship documents that put him on the eighty-five. But he's not technically, and will never technically be part of this signing class. Yeah, Tennyson will. played a decent amount late in the year. He played a ton of snaps against State. Played some snaps against South Carolina, against A and M. 
Um, Grind, tell me about him a little bit, and I'll relay your thoughts here in the uh, I think he's Jake Springer's replacement. He's very good against the runs, physical guy, not great in pass coverage, which is what kept him off the field at times in uh, – in Auburn. I'm kind of I'll set you up here. Here's here's the thought. Again, we're going to write a good bit. It is a class that requires context in this way. If it was a class where and now look it's small on purpose because of the portal and different things. They're leaving mm-hmm. room. So, if they were simply just filling it up for ranking standpoints, they could have been ranked higher and just filled it up with dudes. Um, you all right? Oh yeah. Okay. It is a class that if the portal did not exist, I would tell you all to panic and that it was a huge problem for next Sure. Season. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, because it's the portal, it does exist. It gives a, ch- a chance for Ole Miss to pick, in, or, you know, to pick spots, to cherry pick, to add to its roster for next season, to fix some holes in some different areas. It gets back into the are you just going to build teams over and over again versus building programs. Um, I, I think that is a, a valid question. Sure. It's also valid questions when a lot of other teams that you're competing against have recruited more high school talent that is at least ranked higher um, for the most part as, sure. well, as well. Those are yep. all fair. Yep. And Ole Miss has had a lot of damn luck in the portal to this point. You know, I, is it something that averages out or is it something that – they're just pretty damn good at it because you look at Chance Campbell, you look at Jake Springer, you look at Kenny Yaboa, you look at all the different things they've done from a portal stand, Orlando, Orlando Mana, Mana. sure. Um, where that is going to fix things. And it, it's where I will, I will say this because we're, we're going to be a little critical as it goes on a little bit of Lane. Even Ja'Core Pearson, guys yeah, like sure. that. Yeah, sure. I mean, Lane was a godsend at one point. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be negative on a couple spots, but I will give Lane one thing, and it's supposed to the message board. He said from the very damn beginning, the first day he got the job, that – it was going to be built like an NFL roster with people put together from all the different ways that you can put a roster together. Today has a weird feel, but I do believe that at least at 10-2, and two, and with the fan base for sure, it didn't really matter what the hell I think or what Neil thinks. We're not sitting in the stands. We're not giving money. We're not doing whatever. Is that he will absolutely be afforded the opportunity to feel it like an, NBA, an NFL roster with mm-hmm. free agency as he continues to talk about. He got a little pissy about today. And... Um, at... Not in anybody in general about the money and like whether the kids oh, get their cash. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That felt um, that felt that felt personal towards something. It did, yeah. yeah. Not wasn't anybody in that room. No, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Just in general. Um. So he's gonna get that opportunity, and we'll see what he gets in the portal. But what it does is it puts a lot of. It, here's the deal, though. It was gonna be a ton of pressure on the portal either way, because no matter what you did in the high school class today, that was not going to fix any roster deficiencies that were going on for 2022 football season. That's all farther down the line, maybe more than ever. You know, they they did not go after a ton of projects except maybe at one position, which I feel like, which is offensive line. Yep. Um, they have defensive guys they hope can play pretty quickly. So, look, there's a lot of pressure on the portal. There was already going to be a lot of pressure on the portal. And what they did was put together a class that you can put on some, some Pollyanna glasses and goes, I really like a lot of those guys two years down the road. I think they have a lot of guys that make a lot of sense. And at the same time, you're looking at a high school class that does not – um, rate up to its peers in a lot of ways. It weighs inside the SEC West, and they had a lot of problems inside the state of Mississippi with at least guys they thought they had a puncher's chance at coming down the stretch. Yeah, so I'm gonna start positive or negative because that, that it takes both ways. Uh, let's let's get the positive out of the way. No, you want to get it out of the way, huh? Okay, let's see, well, the, over here because the negative is going to require conversation. Okay. All right, the positive. Okay. Like you said, he, he walked into Ole Miss two years ago and said, this is how we're going to do this. Yeah, so, truth and to ad- this point, he's done it. Truth in advertising. Because look, the and I'm sorry, I'm cutting in all of this. No, place, go ahead. Is the, 
the high school classes that Lane has put together to this point, and again, it's not like he's had a ton of them, mm-hmm. it only had two dudes that played a lot this year. Two high school contributors to any large extent. Tashim Johnson and Henry Parrish. Three if you count the kicker. Sure, and you get you know, you credit for that. Yeah, sure. I mean, he, was, he was an all-SEC kicker prior to the issue there at the end of the season. So, um, he has already done that to an extent, but that also, as we said, creates situations where it's just annual turnover where you have to mm-hmm. keep doing it. Okay. Yeah. So, he said he would do it. They've been very good with the portal. I, I think they've been so good with the portal that I think you can go ahead and give them <clears throat> the benefit of the doubt and say that they are good at the portal. Sure. They're going to bring in a bunch of guys from the portal to fill holes on the roster. He pointed out today that other guys are going to get in the portal when the bowl games are over, which is absolutely true. And after the spring. And guys are going to get in after the spring when they go through spring and they're like, this isn't working for me or I hate this new guy or whatever the case may be. So there's going to be more. Um, and then on this class, they did really good at linebacker. They did. I think they did really well at wide receiver. It's their best linebacker class that I can remember as a yeah. whole, frankly. They added – the one defensive lineman that they added, I think, is an impact, maybe immediately defensive lineman in Xavier Harris. You can argue you'd rather have him over Jaheim Otis. Today? Yeah, 100%. Right now? Yeah. Absolutely. Now, If one's got to go out on the field tomorrow, I know who I want. Five years from now, I don't know that I'd say that. But but today, sure. Is this going to be Yes, he's going to be a guard. But potentially a really good guard. Sure. Anyway, all that being said, um, offensive line. I like the the, the upside of yeah. Guys. It's fine. Yeah, sure. They like the the they frames, got six seven dudes. All that stuff, they got yeah. stuff. Yeah. But it should have been a better class. Sure. There's no way around that. It should have been a better class. Not only did you go ten and two, but you went ten and two in kind of a spectacular way. You had you had these. Perfect days against bat, against LSU, against Texas A&M, where you won the game, where game day was at your place, where whatever, CBS was there, all that stuff. Um, Matt Corral was in the Heisman conversation for two-thirds of the season and finished in the top ten in the Heisman race. Sam Williams had an All-American season. You're going to the Sugar Bowl. You've been ranked essentially all year. I don't think they started in the polls, but they, they got were, there very fast. They were in there after Louisville, and I think stayed in the in the polls all year. Yeah, they never fell out of the polls. You had a lot of pub. You should be better than this, and so we'll get into that in a little while as to why you should be better. Um, you needed a quarterback in this class, and you didn't get one. I'm not talking about the portal. I'm talking about high school kids. You needed to get a high school quarterback. They said that all year. They didn't get one. I know there's a February signing period, but let's be real here. You didn't get one of your guys. Um, you you didn't need to lose Jacarius Clayton on the last weekend. You needed to lock that up where he didn't go to state for that final weekend. Because state locked up Trevion Williams not coming to you. Yeah. Um, there's no way around that, that you did not win in the state of Mississippi the way that you should. And it, it's it's one thing to say, well, you know, we're, we're not going to get hung up on – Mississippi made and all of that, and that's good. But when you put the amount of resources that you put into Philadelphia and Baltimore and New Jersey, you better win. You know, they didn't get Derek Moore. Derek Moore would have changed the game a little bit today. He would have given you another defensive lineman. It would have given you a little more oomph. 
I think they are going to get Davis and Igbenosin, but you know Rutgers is still in that unless the, unless he's already signed the papers. And I don't know whether he has or hasn't. And I'm not going to dig around on it for two and a half, three weeks. Just it, it'll be what it'll be. But it should have been a better class. There's no way around that. Is it a good class? It's fine. Will the portal make it a good class? Probably. Will you look up and look at the list and go, this is a good class? Yeah, I think so. Um, and I think there's a real chance that next year there's still a 8-4, and 9-3 and three caliber team. But I do think next year's class, and I'm not talking about Arch Manning, I'm talking about the whole class. I think it's got to be impactful if you're ever going to get to a place where you're truly competing annually with Bama and Auburn and A&M and LSU and the people in your division. Because you look around the country at what those schools do in recruiting, and I think you have to get closer to that than you are today. No, one year, and I talked about this in my column that's not out yet because I haven't finished it yet. One year, it's okay. You knew this was going to be a weird year. It was a convoluted roster, COVID, um, all those things led to a lot of roster issues. Guys are leaving in the portal. More guys are going to leave in the portal, in my opinion. Um, and Lane's basically said as much. This was going to be a weird year. There's there's pressure in 2023. This time a year from now, if we have an early signing period, this time a year from now, you've got to do better. Yeah, because here's the thing. Um, we can talk about some of the press conference today, but the press conference, the, the in, in, in um, NIL did not cause any of the misses inside Mississippi today. Um, none of them. State's not Mm-mm. a lot farther ahead than Ole Miss. Um, yeah, it's got to be better. Uh, I, I think that in a lot of ways, and I mean, again, we can go through a lot of negatives. I'm not necessarily even trying to this quickly, but it's on the topic. Um, I think State gave Kiffin a little bit of a lesson today, um, something that – Last year, when you're coming in and the way that season went, it was just a weird sign. You know, this is the first kind of real class that Kiffin's had on you had all year, and it's not a pandemic issue as far as um, seeing kids for the most part. And once they, once the dead period got lifted, states always kind of got to get a couple of theirs. You have to lock it down more if it's dudes you really want from the standpoint of you've got to make sure they don't visit. You've got to, uh, to 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 do that extra step, kind of recruiting them. Frankly, check on them that extra time. Got to be be a little more aware there. I mean, you know, if there is, it's it, it's such a complicated deal. I mean, it's a complicated deal, and I'm trying to figure out what to write later today because, and it's not just Lane. I mean, it's the staff in general, but it's Lane. I mean, led because he's the head coach. He gets the credit or the failure with any with any with any situation that goes on. Um, they've got to be better at. And this is I, I say Mississippi kids, but it's not necessarily just Mississippi kids. But it's 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 a lot of Mississippi kids. Is there's a difference in hey, we really would like for you to come here, and we want you, and we're really set up, and we're doing everything required to make that happen. And that's a different deal, and it's maybe a little bit of a Southern deal. Maybe it's a little bit of a you know, and it's kind of the whole deal around here. And I mean, I don't. It's not just here, though. It's not just here. It's it's. Look, I, I I've I, I grew up in Louisiana. I've been in Mississippi and Alabama basically my entire adult life. When you go to the dentist in the South, he doesn't walk in or she 
I'm not going to be like you and just paint all dentists one way the way you did Australians today. They, they walk in and they say, hey, how's your family? How's everybody doing? How's your mama and them? What you got planned for Christmas? They don't just walk in and go, let's see your teeth. How you, how, your teeth look good. See you. Six months. That's not how it works. When your real estate agent shows up in the South, y'all talk about the game Saturday first or how little Johnny did on Friday Oh, night. you're from Ponathon. Do, do you know Jason over there? Yeah. Loves that? He's Aunt Ethel. And it's just that kind of Do you stuff. know Tommy Johnson? You do? That's part of it. it and it is. It, it, and, 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 and even if you don't know Tommy Johnson, there's a certain – even if you know, you go. There's a body know, language yeah. and a whatever that, go, frankly, he just so. doesn't want to do. You go. I don't and think so. I don't think I know Tommy. Now, who is he? You know Tommy. He's he's Margaret's son. All that crap. I don't. I think he wants to walk in, do the recruiting. Hey, we like you. We'd love to have you. Out. Almost more of an NFL kind of version where it's just, hey, look, well, here, here's the deal. More and more. That's when people ask me now all the time, like, where do you think Lane Kiffin will go? The fit for Lane Kiffin as a person is the NFL. Honestly. Now, that's a long way away, and I think he has to prove a lot of things before anyone's going to hand him the keys to an NFL organization. But I think that's the part that he's got to do better. I think. I think Lane Kiffin. We're not being. This is not even a criticism. I think Lane Kiffin loves coaching in the SEC because it's the best league in the country, and he is one of the best offensive minds in the world, which well, includes the country. But I'm not sure that Lane Kiffin's crazy in love with the South. Take a break of the podcast. Tell you about visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com is the website. Go to the events page. See everything going on locally. Today and every day, including uh, maybe when we're at holiday activities, not quite done yet. We are not to the time for uh, for Santa and December 25th. So, again, visit OxfordMS.com. we got pop-ups coming in the spring, much more double-decker back on its normal date in April, and uh, plenty of other festivities between now and then. So, again, find out what to do, where to stay, where to eat, and much more. Visit OxfordMS.com slash events. Podcast also brought to you by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. They're getting local underwriting and understand your market, a leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. Podcast also brought to you by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C.com for that. 100 Mbps or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team, bringing you world-class broadband. I've got it at home as well. It's outstanding. N-E-Spark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone services available, parental controls, and much more there. The best internet around, call the office again, 662-238-3159. Podcast also brought to you by Nick's Tan and Associates, nickstanoxford.com. 662-281-1200. I've used them multiple times. You should give them a chance as well. The buy side, the sell side of real estate here in Lafayette County and Oxford. It can be intimidating. There can be so much to it. Let somebody you know and you, that you trust help you out with that. Clay DeWeese, O'Keefe Graham, and their team of associates. Nickstanoxford.com for that. And tell them that we sent you when you give them a call. Podcast also brought to you at GM Pharmacy. 662-236-2222, right there on South Lamar and Oxford. Your community pharmacy, everything you need in one place. They offer MedSync for your prescriptions the same day each, each month. 
take care of you with one trip to the pharmacy, one delivery. You have what you need when you need it. They also deliver locally in the Oxford area. I get their deliveries. You can get their deliveries too. Don't even have to leave the house and you get all the prescriptions you need when you need them there with G&M. So again, 662-236-2222. And then finally, definitely not least, Johnston Hill Creamery, johnstonhillcreamery.com. It's on White Oak Lane. That's just off Molly Bar in Oxford. It's a local cheese shop. All their cheeses are made in-house. They are incredible. Plenty of uh, accompaniments to go with that as well. The pepper jellies are kind of one of my favorites. The spiced honey and plenty more. And they got these holiday boxes. You get the dessert box. You get a kid's dessert box. They've got an artisanal cheese box. They've got a charcuterie box. All these different options for parties, for gifts, plenty more. Check them out, johnstonhillcreamery.com. They're also offering some private cheese class. It's informative. It's interactive. Up to 12 people right there in their shop. So all those different options. Johnston Hill Creamery, again, fantastic cheese made all in-house there with them. That's johnstonhillcreamery.com, 662-419-9201. Look, there's two things that are required for recruiting in the South. Two things. There's more than that. But assuming that all the, again, I'm not not trying to talk in code, assuming that all the other crap is even and you don't have some network issue, if you will, just call well, it what it is. One school's offers forty thousand yeah. dollars higher than another. As long as there's not something along those lines, and it's just recruiting. There's two things. It's called, and it's called in here. Somebody just said a word about it. Said they didn't miss it. What was what was the word? They used? Yeah, ob- obligatory pleasantry. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Is yes, you absolutely have to do all that. You have to do all that. And here's another thing: <laughs> you have to identify the correct decision maker. Most southern recruitments have nine people around them. Mm-hmm. Ones that are going down and they were discussing today, not all, but you know what I mean. Yeah, sure. And you go, hey, is it is it is it that guy or that woman or that whatever? Mm-hmm. Who, who's the who actually is doing this? And a lot at of at the times, end of the day, when they're having the argument, who's the ringleader in this thing? Who do I need on my side? And that requires time. I think they've got the wrong guy. They've gotten the wrong thing. They put you got, you got to be efficient. And once you figure out you're out, get the hell out. And if it's not Stop. him, and if it's not him, it's got to be the people around him. He has to either get better at it, or he has to have a better support structure around him that can compensate for it. I think it's why. And someone said this in the portal. I don't want to steal it. I don't remember. I saw it in my peripheral vision. I think in this chat. I think it's why he does so well in the portal. I was 100% about that. Because the kids that go in the portal, they'll tell you, hey, I don't, I, I don't really need the tour. Yeah. Okay. I want to play, and I want the ball, and I want to go to the NFL. Yeah, show me the building. Where do I work out? Stuff like that. What's my deal? Show me where I show me on film where I play for you. How you get me to the league. I'm not worried about the pretty girls. I don't need the town tour. I've been in college. I know I can get girls. I'm not worried about girls. All the stuff that you hear high school kids talk about, the kids that have been through the process, they don't care about all that anymore. I don't I don't really care if you're building in your stadium or not. Nope. I, I don't care. I, I couldn't care less. Let me tell you about our traditions. I don't care. I'm only going to be here for a year. Yeah, I think it's why he's great at the portal. Yeah. He excels at free agency. Mm-hmm. Does. Yeah. Damn good at it. Fits yeah. his personality. Fits the whole deal. It, it fits everything. About and so, it. if it's not him, it's got to be other people around him. They've got to build. It. They've got to do a better job over the course of a year in recruiting Southern kids. And look, 
It's one thing to say we're going to recruit nationally. It's another reality to do it. I just don't know that that's a realistic thing right now today that you're going to and I and I would say that about all but about five schools. I mean, who really recruits nationally? Alabama. Right now Georgia. A&M to an extent. To an extent. Yeah. But their recruiting is still primarily south. I mean, who really recruits nationally? Notre Dame. I mean, even Michigan doesn't recruit nationally, really. They mostly recruit the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Dip into Florida here and there. I mean, who really recruits nationally? So for Ole Miss to say, hey, we're going to be a national recruiting power, probably not. And they've signed, what, four kids out of Mississippi today? Is that what the number is? And I'm not hung up on the Mississippi thing. It's just got to be careful that you don't get out of your wheelhouse too much. Well, when you put the amount of time in them that you did, it's not even necessarily that they're from Mississippi. It's that... You look at it and you go, hey, the amount of time, especially in the closing weeks, that's spent on Percy Lewis, who, when he first decommitted from Oregon, yeah, look, he had state ties. His cousin's Victoria Vivens. His cousin or uncle, Robert Young, played for state and played in the NFL for a long time. A lot of built-in ties that come from an agricultural background. There's a lot of stuff there. But at one point, Ole Miss absolutely felt like they were in the lead for Percy Lewis and felt like he was worth the time that was being put into him. The last, recruited, the last weekend they were. They recruited Trevion Williams all the way through to the end. Put a ton of time into Jaheim Otis. I mean, just I mean, just kept on and on and on and, people, on and on and on and on and on and on. And it's frankly, from an, from an in-state standpoint, it's, as related to the guys that were in contention these this last week, it was the one win they had over State, and it was just to finish second instead of third. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I had someone tell me yesterday, had they not spent the amount of time that they had spent on him, that he would have ended up at Mississippi State. Oh, kept him almost from going to stay. Yeah. Just a little bit of a... Yeah, it's a funny place to get into if you go too far down that road. So, no, that, that has to get better. And it's... it's it's Look, you want you don't want to get too focused on on, on Mississippi. Matt no. Luke was too focused on Mississippi. Very much. State, it might just be where they are. They live in the state of Mississippi, and it just might be what their situation is. I, I don't know. But either way, they focus too much on it if you're trying to get into a more national level. But Ole Miss needs the ability to go in and cherry pick and go, if we spend that level of time on a Mississippi kid, we're going to get him 90% of the time. That has to be where Ole Miss has to get to yeah. to perennial be in this situation. Um, you know, because we're not even talking about the fact. I mean, we're, it's not like we're criticizing them for the kid from Germantown that went to Georgia that nope, was never going to be an in-state option at all. I mean, that's the number yeah. one player in the state. He wouldn't. There's is no, what it is. There's nothing they could have done. Yeah, they, he would be criticized right now had they spent time on him. Yeah. Um, so that has to happen, and then you hope that you know the things that are happening in the portal continue to happen. I mean, it's a good, it's a good point here. Um, I think it was Zach in the in the stream says you say he's great, but where's the quarterback? Look, that was going to be the case no matter what the situation was today from a high school standpoint. Is whoever he gets as a ready-made quarterback or the the ability to get a ready-made quarterback, it's going to determine the 2022 season, and the 2022 season is going to determine the tenor of the program in a lot of ways. So that sure. that was going to be the most important recruit. That remains the most re- important recruit. And today was not going to change that unless they had already had a commitment from that spot. Is it you know it sounds like Dylan Gabriel is leaning toward UCLA, but I have no idea. Yeah. Um the Ward kid is picking up a lot of offers. I don't know how ready he is for this. I I don't know who the portal quarterback is going to be. 
but um, there's no doubt in the in my mind that that is the the most important spot that is still to be determined. And look, it might even be some dude who's not even in the damn portal yet. I mean, Lane keeps mentioning that too. Now, you look if, if it's a new guy, you'd like for him to be here for spring, so it almost feels like it needs to be a post bowl situation. But if you told me Ole Miss's quarterback is not even in the portal yet, I wouldn't blink an eye, and I would believe that. I mean, Calzada didn't come out until three days ago or whatever it was. So, yeah. I don't know anything. I'm just saying, Okay, who knows? I don't know. I mean, look, for all I know, it's Bo Nix. I don't know. Maybe it is somebody else. Maybe it's somebody who's going to go through spring elsewhere. Maybe it's somebody at a smaller school. Maybe it's somebody who's tied to a prospective offensive coordinator. I don't know. Yeah. Don Slovis is out there. Yeah. Just – there's a lot of dudes out there. And maybe there's somebody that he looks at and goes, if I had that guy, I'd fix him. Like major league teams do with pitchers, where they look at it and go, they can't figure it out, but we already have. Let's call him as soon as he's a free agent. Let's tell him, here's how we'd fix you, and let him sign. That happens. I I, I don't know. There's a reason that people are like, where's the content on quarterbacks? Because no one knows. It's not just us. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be Calzada. I'm just saying he just recently came into the portal. I was giving more of a timing example. than That doesn't make any sense to me. No. At all. I think he's going to be a damn good quarterback at like Houston next year. Um, and this is kind of my point. I mean, we're going in circles a bit because it is. It's, it's, it's just the class is fine. Sure. It's fine. But it's in a division where – ultimately fine won't get you there and that's the thing i keep coming back to i've said this year after year after year this is a work job in a league full of work jobs this is a work job look at the six i'm about to piss some people off but it's true look at the success that oklahoma had right off the bat in recruiting with um what's his face from clemson help me Oklahoma's new coach. I can never think of his name. Venables. Yeah. Look at the success they had in recruiting. They nailed a bunch of guys. Got a bunch of guys right off the bat. Got the quarterback out of Florida. It's, it's was... an easier job than Ole Miss. Not that Ole Miss is a bad job. Not at all. Ole Miss is a really good job. Ole Miss has finished in the top ten now twice in the last six years. It's a really good job. But for whatever reason, I'll never forget this. Tommy Tuberville told me this years and years ago. It was a day they had uh, they they committed Terrence Metcalf, mm-hmm. and I said congratulations. And he goes, "It's harder than it needs to be. That should be easier than it was." Meaning Clarksdale kid, you shouldn't have to work so hard to get a kid from Clarksdale. Should be the Tuscaloosa County kid. We just go okay. Like, well, we're gonna we're gonna recruit you, but don't. Yeah. So it's it's a difficult job. You got to work. You got to grind. You, got, you don't have a lot of you don't have a lot of room for error to get it done here. Doesn't mean you. I think the ceiling is every bit as high here as it is at Oklahoma, but the margin for error is narrower. And anybody who does is going to argue that out. We'll just let's just agree to disagree and not argue. There's more path there. There's clearly more path at Auburn at LSU. You, but you can do it here. It's not like it's a narrow little path where if you veer off, you fall off the mountain, then you're dead. But it's a smaller path, and you can't you can't lose you can't lose on 
multiple in-state guys that you invest a lot of time and resource on. And they did. And that's why the class will not be as impactful as it could have been. And that's as simple as there's no spinning that. Anybody who spins you and says this is an ideal class, no, it's not. In the same way that anybody tells you this is a disaster, no, it's not. It's absolutely not. And it's the Mississippi kids. Like you mentioned it, sure, you want to cherry pick the Northeast. They've been getting some kids. Mel Partridge does really well in that part of the country. I don't even really criticize him for Derek Moore because it wasn't a ton of time while he was committed to Oklahoma. Right, right. They, they ramped it up knowing that he had some eligibility issues at Michigan, and if he did not choose Michigan, you wanted to be the number two fallback. And that was the way to get him. You're never going to probably make him want you more than Michigan, but you could just kind of be sitting there. And it didn't work out, but I understand that plan, and that made sense to me. I had no issue with that at all. Um, but no, it's just it's just <sighs> questions in the stream. I don't want to avoid it. Do you feel like anything to do with the constant missions of other jobs or anything else had any impact on their ability to recruit? Well, it couldn't have helped. I don't know that it hurt. I, I can't. I can't cite one example of Lane Kiffin's name being out there costing them a player. I mean, I can't. Did it help? Probably not. Definitely didn't help. But I don't know that it hurt either. Yeah. I don't know that. Lane Kiffin's name was ever serious enough for any of those jobs where kids were asking the question. It never got serious enough for one of us in the media court to even ask the question. Sure. No one had to ever ask. There's no press conference of him having to explain it. There was never a point where it was serious enough for someone like me to say, hey, Lane, your name's been linked to the Miami job. Is that a job that you're interested in? Yeah, any comment? Never got to that place. So it's hard for me to believe that it had a dramatic impact on recruiting. I mean, the, the question that we'll never know the answer to, okay. okay, the question that we'll never know is did he believe over the course of the season that he was getting one of these jobs to the point where subconsciously it impacted how hard he recruited for here? And I don't know that. That is not an accusation. It is something that I wonder I mean, if you if you could have a true conversation, we'll never have this. No way. Never. Zero. No chance. There's a better chance that I grow ahead of hair and play center field for the Cubs next season than have well, this seems like a stretch, conversation. Right? Well, there's, there's a zero chance for both, so it's even. You'd love to say, hey, did you think over the course of the season that maybe – there was going to be an opportunity that you would take that you were going to get. Did you did you believe that you had positioned yourself to get a job and maybe that stuck in the back of your mind a little? You know, we're you know, you could ask that of Billy Napier, for example. Did you there in November when it was pretty obvious that you were going to have a job if you wanted one, did you recruit as hard for ULL did as you would have? Did you not push the gas pedal farther down? Yeah. You? Yeah. It's a human nature. It's not a criticism, and, and but I don't know the answer to that. And then the better question is: with Southern kids that are going through the high school process, did you feel like you connected the way that you needed to? 
And then the next thing that you learn about anybody, right, is your ability to evaluate something, to scout something, to look at the film, if yeah. you will, and go, okay, this is where I have to improve. This is where I have to get better. And then you either do it or you don't. The enemy of great is good. He says that a lot. He's not wrong. Do you want to be great or do you want to be good? Because if Lane Kiffin wants to be great, he's got to get better at this. Because he's good. I mean, he walked into an absolute flattened program. And they've won the Outback Bowl and they're going to the Sugar Bowl ranked top 10 in the country. Boom, boom. Now, he had Matt Corral. He had Sam Williams. Now, he motivated Sam. He did. Yeah. No, no, no. I, yeah, I, yeah. I take no credit away from Kiffin. The people that do this, well, you know what? He did. And he, nope, 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 nope. He Sam did. admitted yesterday, nope, I was not nope. that, this guy. He inherited Nick Broker and Jeremy James and Ben Brown, and yet he was smart enough to go get Orlando Amana, right? Um, he inherited Jonathan Mingo and Dontario Drummond and Elijah Moore. And um, Braylon Sanders, he went out and got uh, Kenny Yaboa. He inherited uh, Jerry and Ely and Snoop Connor. He brought in Henry Parrish. I mean, we could do this on and on and on. He gets all the credit. He he's done a phenomenal job. It's it's the ability to go from good to great, to do it again, to take the next step. Because from where they are today, Chase, there's only one step left. But it's a big step. They're pretty high on the ladder right now. I mean, they're ten and two. There are a total of four teams out there that would not consider trading places with Ole Miss today, this season, right now. Yeah, sure. Four. Georgia, Alabama, Cincinnati, and Michigan would say, "Now nah, we're good." That's it. Like it right here. Not trading. Everybody else, think about it. Texas A and M would jump at it. Auburn, Arkansas. I mean, make the conversation relevant. LSU, Mississippi State, Oklahoma, Texas would all jump at a chance to trade with Ole Miss this year. But your ability to do it, good to great. And he's right. It's his words. Those are his words. The enemy of good is great. We're trying to go from good to great. And for him, from good to great is this. Because you said this earlier today. You and I were talking, so I want to give you the credit. Sure. With just a little bit of recruiting work or a little bit of recruiting success, because I don't want to accuse them of not working, because I don't know that. But with a little more success, this is an elite job. He turns this into an elite program. Just a little bit. The Oxford Exxon Podcast is brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro, where they put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-on Sports Bistro, more than a restaurant, 1737B University Avenue in Oxford, 720 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland. The Oxford Exxon Podcast also brought to you by Brothrow. It's a social sports betting network, free to use. Uh, it's Really cool, fun way to bet. No third party, no juice. Over time, that saves you money. You can start your own group, make friends, invite your friends. 
Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. It's brothrow.com, B-R-O-Throw.com. Also brought to you by Muddy Water Camo. Go to uh, muddywateroutdoors.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE, get 35% off any products from the site, free shipping on orders of $100 or more as well. Well, it's a holiday 2021 at Dead Soxy. Buy more, save more. Uh, use the promo code Rebel Grove, and you get 25% off any order. But if you order $120 or more, enter the Holiday 30 promo code, get uh, 30% off. Order $240 or more, which is a lot of uh, sh- uh, shopping that you could do, take care of a lot of people. Enter the Holiday 40 promo code, get 40% off. Every tier has a code that must be applied at checkout. Each order over $120 gets a free mesh bag. Free shipping on $60 or more. As always, stay soxy. The Grove um, was open this fall. A lot of people enjoyed it with the Game Changer Patch Company. Still, even though football season is basically over, the holidays are here, Sugar Bowl, Bowl season, all of that stuff going on. Make sure you've got Game Changer Patches at the ready. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. Go to GameChangerPatch.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. We're also brought to you by ACS. It's uh, owned and operated by my buddy Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi, established in 2013. ACS is a complete electrical control system solution provider, a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. ACS can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. For more information or to get in touch with ACS, go to ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate is based out of Jackson. They service the entire state and all commercial asset classes such as retail, office, industrial, and land. This week's property spotlights Paragon Center in Ridgeland, 150,000 square feet of Class A office space located on Highland Colony Parkway, minutes from the new Costco, walk-on sports bistro, I-55. It's experiencing substantial commercial growth. It's located alongside some of the most affluent neighborhoods in Mississippi. If you'd like to learn more, get in touch with Sam Cox, B.B. Mitchell, at 601-586-3220. Christmas a couple weeks away, so it's absolutely time to start making sure that you're ready for holiday gifting. Our friends at Blue Delta have the perfect gift for the season. Blue Delta has introduced their video gift cards. It's a gift card with a built-in video screen. It's easy. Simply head to BlueDeltaJeans.com, purchase a gift card, and Blue Delta will help you record a personalized message and upload the video card for you. Supply chains are a problem this holiday season, but video gift cards are a surefire way to make sure the gifts get delivered. The guys at Blue Delta sent me one of these. It's a great concept, great presentation, the perfect gift for a single person or a group of employees. Go to BlueDeltaJeans.com to purchase or shoot the guys a DM on social media, and they will take care of you. Because he appears to be elite at working the portal. It's a program that's going to an access level situation with three of his last four coaches. A lot of other crap around the bridge but at the end of the day three of the last four coaches have gone to access polls yeah if you want to give houston the cotton and just call it for the sake of our conversation well i do that's fine i, I have no problem with that yeah because they would have they finished second in the west yeah sure um 
Oh, look, you hit it. it it's the, it, it is the, to me, it is the big part of this. Lane Kiffin is a brilliant offensive mind. He understands how to run a program in an efficient way that puts one face out there, one person in charge, and gets everybody moving in the right direction. He's a hell of a player's coach Mm -hmm. from the standpoint of they play for him, they buy in. I mean, there is something significant to zero opt-outs. They're all freaking in. He, He made the quote today about how, Unless you're just not playing much, nobody really leaves. Nobody leaves because they're disgruntled or doesn't like what they're doing or yeah. doesn't believe in them as a program. And it's they've a, helped it. They've helped place those guys. It, it's a key thing. Yeah, sure. He, all those things are very true. Lane Kiffin is, is, is really good at the portal. He's got to get a quarterback, but at this point he's been great at the, at, at the portal. Uh-huh. Which, as you said, I mean, it's, it's the perfect thing, and it's what Lane has said so many times. No matter what, he's good. He's not going to suck next year. He's going to find a way to put a roster and win games to do something. They'll be sure. all right. The, 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 the absolute floor is seven wins next year. They'll be good. Yeah, probably going to go eight and four or something like that. Next sure. Year. But, yeah, it's can you evaluate, get over things you don't want to do mm-hmm. and make yourself do them because you're getting paid a lot of damn money to do them and you're in a pretty good job to do it. Mm-hmm. Can you enjoy recruiting? Can you not even enjoy it. Can you get through it? Can you put on the face you've got to do? Can you fake it? Yeah. Can you go into the homes and go, no, I'm, I'm – I'm, it's what Kirby does, what Nick does. Saban doesn't like doing that crap. No. Look, Kirby gave a great quote on this earlier I mean, in the it, year. It's, it's the one thing left for Lane. There's one. Yeah. And the one thing is to be – to probably get your staff to kind of have a really more of a set plan all the way through. It was mm-hmm. some scattershot stuff from here or there. Sure. And then, two, be efficient and absolutely maximize your opportunities in conversations and in homes when you've got a lockdown prospects. Kirby said this was the week of Dan Mullen's faux pas where Dan Mullen said it's not recruiting season, it's still football season. And he justifiably got blown up. And Kirby got asked about it. And his answer was great. He said, look, this is about players. You know, there's a lot of times I'd rather be at home hanging out with my kids, hanging out with my wife, hanging out at my house. I mean, if he's just being honest, you know? Yeah. But he recruits. Kid's coming into town. He's bringing his mama, bringing his grandmama. That's that's your opportunity. They're on your campus. You got to go make them feel like they're the most important thing in the world. And you show people that they're important when you give them your time. In that extra not, sentence. In that extra sentence. It's back to our previous conversation. Yep. You has the ride. We really, you know, we we're we're we're, we're, we're here. We're here. You can count on us. We're going to take care of your boy. And that's a southern thing. It is. That maybe is not that way in Baltimore or Minneapolis or Spokane. I don't know. And I'm not criticizing those places because, if I'm honest, sometimes I go to the doctor and I'm like, hey, I just want to talk about this and get out. I got stuff to do. As expected, Jacarius Clayton signs with Mississippi State. Yes, he did. So about eight hours ago. Yeah. Um. I don't know why I didn't report it stronger than I did. I just didn't. I get it. I mean, hell. I, I, I knew better. Let's I, not go on a limb and be wrong. No, that's what I told Justin. Yeah. Hey, it's enough. Know. I was it's, like, hey, can you help me get off this island here? Um, but no, you do. You got you to gotta put that time in. That's the difference. That's the next step. I that, mean, it's 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 the, it. It's it. It is. It's it. I don't 
People use the word buy-in. I don't know that it's that. I don't know that it's about buy-in. I just think it's something he's not super comfortable with. And then I think he's got a... He's not comfortable with it. It's personality. Yes. It's support staff. And it's it's figuring out what moves people. And look, and and this is a credit to him. He took a shot with the, I'm going to be really cool on Sunday. He had the Porsche and he he was wearing the Essentials sweatshirt and he was doing all these different things. And then you go back into it and you go, okay, maybe that worked. Maybe it was a good idea because, I mean, there's a lot of fan bases out there that goes, God, why is my guy not doing that? That's brilliant. That's great. That's whatever. And you go, okay, is that good for where I'm at or where I'm at? Do I need to – does it matter if I have the powder blue on instead of that? Does it matter if I do this? You start start going through it in your head and going, okay, what works? What's good? What's not? And da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And – do I treat portal guys differently when they come on these things versus other guys? I mean, yeah. you, you literally you are fine-tuning this thing down all the way that you can go. When you're bringing that high school kid in and his mama's along with him and the grandmama's along with him or whatever, you, you, that's probably a sign that you this is important. Soften it. This is important to them, and you're going to have to spend some time if you want the kid. If you want that kid, you're going to have to prove that you want that kid. And then after that, then you get into stuff about NIL and all of that. And that's where – and Elijah Drinkwitz was asked about this today. Someone goes, you know, that can't be part of the recruiting process. And he goes, you want to bet? He goes, you're either going to embrace this or get left behind, and I don't plan to get left behind. And so when Lane says that about NIL, he's not lying. And so when people go, well, that's an excuse, not really. But it's just not all of it. Might be with the, might be with the portal kids. I mean, the issue with Dylan Gabriel could very well be that UCLA is offering more portal money. And when Lane Kiffin twice in one week says, I hope these kids get what they're promised, you don't have to be a genius to figure out that he's running into obstacles with portal guys who were saying, School X is offering me X. In NIL money. In NIL money. I need to know how much NIL money you are going to give me. Can you top that? And he very clearly is frustrated with two things. One... No, I can't right now. And he doesn't want to just lie to them. And two, they're lying to you. Yeah, but he doesn't want. To, you don't want to go there, though. You never do that you, in recruiting. If you say, "Hey, Billy's lying to you," yeah, that's a problem. You know, Kentucky Soda State is lying to you about this. Okay, well now you've you've run a real risk of you turning the kid off. Now, now you're not getting him. And by the time he figures out that Kentucky Soda State isn't going to give him the money, it's too late. He just threw for three thousand. That might hurt you with twenty twenty three. You know, it could. It will all come out in the wash. But but portal guys, I mean, portal guys are the ones that really run the risk of getting lied to. Oh, because I mean, it's just because they're mercenaries. So it's complicated, like everything else in life. He's upset. Um, What's Tay upset about? I don't know. He's looking upset. I mean, I, I, as well, help I said, me figure this out because he used a bad word that, that YouTube killed. You guys in for some stuff come February through August. Kiffin has been around and landed two number one classes. Saying he knows what he's doing. That's, that's the. He, he may have, but he hasn't landed two number one classes here, or as a head coach. Yes. Yeah, he's got things to learn. No doubt. I mean. You would hope that he would admit that. Hey, yeah, it's not perfect. We're figuring it out. 
And that's what I said. Lane Kiffin's floor is so damn high because of his ability as a play caller and in an offensive mind and his ability to get into the portal and make things work. Sure. It raises the floor. So you're trying to take that next step. Well, to take the final step requires being critical of yourself and going, where is that next move at? Self, self-scouting. Yeah, where am I missing? Yeah. Everybody does it, and the great ones are good at it. Everybody talking about it. That's really it for the Ole Miss. I mean, we're gonna, we'll talk more later in the week. Okay. Um, Jackson State getting the number one player in the country <laughs> from 24-7 Sports. Travis Hunter committed to Florida State, headed to JSU. Um, I want to go back and find some of the live cast of Florida State. Just a lot of uh, Florida State people are burning jerseys today. They want Dion's number unretired. <laughs> they want him to replace Mike Norvell as head coach. They're kind of all over the board there from a Dion standpoint. Look, credit to Dion Sanders. He is using the NIL to his advantage. Mm-hmm. He has a huge in with Barstool more than any other coach with any other company in the country. And he is manipulating that in a in a way that he has gotten away with. I still have no idea in the world if Deion Sanders can coach at the FBS level and do it well. I think he has a lot to learn. I think he's done some publicity stunts that have been overly stupid that yeah. you would have never gotten away with if you were not at an FCS program. Had a good um, day today, though. But his upside and the things he does well from a recruiting standpoint is fascinating. Um, and yes, it is Deion Sanders' brand. It has no nothing. No offense to the fine people at JSU, but it has nothing to do with Jackson State University at all. Um, it's it's the biggest. In a way, it's the biggest recruiting story in fifteen years. Oh, the number one player in the country yeah. going to an historically black college and university. Yeah, because of the money he is getting to do so, he'll never yeah. admit that, but he yeah. is. Oh, sure. I mean, and, and look, and, I mean, people and again, are I mean about this seriously. T- people are saying up to $2 million. Credit to them for the press release that was written. Sure. Because that's also a part of it that has of to course. be a situation. I mean. Reed talks about going to a historically black college and university. Talked about how Jerry Rice went to one of those. Walter Payton went to one of those. I think he cited another uh, former NFL great. I can't recall right off the top of my head, but I think he, I think he cited three. And he talked about hoping that he blazed the trail for future players to go to HBCUs. He says, uh, I mean, I'll just read his quote. He says, Florida State's always been a beacon for me. I grew up down there. That's where my roots are. And I never doubted I would play for the Seminoles. It's been a dream that it's hard to let go of. But sometimes we're called to step into a bigger future than the one we imagine for ourselves. For me, that future is at Jackson State University. Jerry Rice, Doug Williams, and, of course, the legend JSU's own Walter Payton. Doug Williams. You'd think I'd remember Doug Williams since he played four minutes from my house. Historically, black college universities have a rich history in football. I want to be part of the history and more. I want to be part of that future. I'm making this decision so that I can light the way for others to follow, make it a little more easier for the next player to recognize that HBCUs may be everything you want and more, an exciting college experience, a vital community, and a life-changing place to play football, dot, 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 dot. He wants to play for the iconic Deion Sanders, as he calls him. Uh, Deion is iconic. So fascinating. I mean, just. Well, I mean, you, you and I talked about this. Deion has made a Jackson State game a hot ticket. I mean, wherever they go, not just more Veteran Memorial Stadium, whatever they call it. Um, oh, they'll take a ton to Atlanta or wherever that is. Yeah, because they're, play. they're, the playing, they're playing the MEAC champ. And the, I think and so, it, Is yeah. that in Atlanta? I thought it was Atlanta, but I could be wrong. But they'll have a huge crowd. 
Huge crowd. I mean, he's done a phenomenal job. He's made them relevant. He hasn't made them good yet, but he's made them relevant. And it that is Travis Hunter doing that will absolutely uh, grease the skids for future players to do it. And the opportunity what, what to play is for the, Dion is in all seriousness, what's the reason? Why is the why does the SWAC champion why are they not eligible for the FCS playoffs? Are they know. always chosen not to? Like what, what I have no clue. I'm asking. Well, what I don't is know. The, when I was a kid, the year that always comes to mind is the uh Louisiana Tech was in the what was then the one double A playoffs. And okay. they played Mississippi Valley one they week did? in Ruston because I went. Yeah. Okay. Willie Totten was there and Jerry Rice was there. Tech beat them 66-19. to 19. Really? Yeah, but Jerry Rice was one of the most incredible players I ever saw in person. Like that dude, you could look at him and he go, He looks as wow. good as you could look and get and beat 66 to yeah, 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Tech went to Jackson the next week and played Jackson State. Oh. I think. It was either Jackson State or Alcorn. Okay. But they played the game in Jackson. And Tech won. It may be the biggest story in recruiting history. I mean, literally. I mean, I... Yeah, uh, Marine Rebel, thanks for the super chat. He says, you guys have said that Jaheim Otis is going to be a guard at Bama. If he really wants to be a defensive tackle, could he enter the portal in a year or or two to get away from being a guard? Sure. Everybody's got to get out of jail free card. They ought, Okay, it says they technically can get in, but not the champ. They, the SWAC and the Ivy schools choose not to go. They used to play in the playoffs. Now the SWAC opts out of the playoffs. Oh. I think Dion won in the playoffs. I would think so. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd want to play a playoff game. Sure. Yeah. I, I used to love the one double A playoffs. I, I mean, I remember a Louisiana Tech Delaware playoff game that was fantastic. It was a playoff game. It's a playoff game. People like playoff games. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves them a bracket. Like well, people, people who give us a bracket. Yeah, people yeah. who don't give one damn about college basketball suddenly watch a game in March on a Friday night because it's a playoff game. Yeah, just give me a bracket. We're all good. Well, well. So the winner moves on and the loser doesn't. Yeah. In. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird psychology. I mean, it really. But it's is. true. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've no joke. I've been to a bunch of one double A playoffs. They're great. Let nobody kid you. Now, a game in October is different, but a game in early December that's a national quarterfinal game, sure. That's why I've always said for college baseball, you could make it so much more fun by letting the big schools just play each other, letting the smaller schools have a separate tournament. You'd still watch the tournament. If it was game three of a of a deciding series between Arkansas State and Ball State, and the winner was going to be the Division II national champ, you'd watch. Okay. Interesting enough, the Celebration Bowl, when it first started in the 70s, was called the Pelican Bowl. Oh. I wonder if it was in Louisiana. Well, like Grind said just then, he said, I watched Montana versus James Madison last week, so I'm guilty. If that game's on in September, you don't ever even flip the channel. You just James keep Madison rolling. One time in a playoff game, you did. They won. They rolled. Remember <laughs> Sam Houston? The uh, the Swipe champion, by the way, has only won the uh, the Celebration Bowl one time in its current current iteration since 2015. Uh, that is because North Carolina A and T has been a beast. 
they uh, they have won it four of the uh, the five times that the Celebration Bowl has been played. They have beaten Alcorn three times and Grambling once. Okay. So just a little heads up there for you. This is Jackson State against South Carolina State. They're the Bulldogs. Jackson versus who? South Carolina State okay. University Bulldogs. All right. They have an interlocking logo, but it's four letters, which is one too that is many. A lot it, of is, letters. it is like duh, 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 duh. like we're we're on a road. Yeah, that's a lot of letters. S C S U all the way through. That's a lot. Yeah, they went they went six and five overall, but five and zero oh in the MEAC. The Oxford Exxon podcast is also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons at eleven twenty six North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for more than seventy three years. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at lamonsfinejewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air and Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis or the surrounding area, call Southern 662-429-4429. The College Corners, your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to uh, Half Shell. I'm sorry, in Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram, the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. At Pinnacle, investing is treated like a commodity. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. They're going to sit down with you, listen to your goals, study your expenses, and put forth a comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for you. Mypinwealth.com. Also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. You're thinking about uh, traveling maybe for the summer, thinking about a spring break trip, already thinking about next holiday season. Get in touch with John. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He will give you options. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients can save $50 off their first booked trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. Opa is Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square. It's a delicious menu featuring gyros, wraps, kebabs, fresh redfish, lamb chops, and more. It's an awesome bar serving your favorite handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, and amazing candlelit patio. 306 South Lamar, just south of the square courthouse to check out Opa. Grenada Nissan is the place to go if you're looking for a Nissan vehicle. Uh, they have a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well at Grenada Nissan. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors is serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Service Specialist is recruiting both an Executive Director and a Director of Sales for a brand new independent living community in Oxford, seeking individuals with strong sales experience and or extensive managerial administration operations execution background. 
Senior living experience is preferred, but it's not required. Those of you that want to move to Oxford and lead the opening of a major business development with a successful company, this is your opportunity. Excellent pay and benefits. Referral fees are always given, so reach out to 662-832-5138 if you have interest. And we're brought to you by Alpha Specialty, 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. It's your trailer-specific professional. It's the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. Load trail, Hallmark cargo trailers, uh, spare tires and wheels, a full selection of trailer parts and accessories, hitches, winches, straps, and more. 601-932-9798 or alphaofms.com. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers. From work to lifestyle to nightlife, there's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. And don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. Uh, okay. Um, I really know nothing else that happened around the league much in recruiting as far as individual players or, or whatnot. Um, Do we have like updated ratings yet? Everybody loves rankings. I didn't even look. They were hovering around like 22 or so when I looked. Now, I could not have – it's possible that I haven't flipped somebody over. Oh, so it potentially could be all your fault. It can be higher, actually, yeah. I'm potentially screwing up the entire Rivals.com team rankings. Where Ole Miss is currently sitting as of at right 24. This, as of this moment, it's Alabama 1, Georgia 2, Texas A&M 3. Do you catch a trend? Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas is 5. They had a big day. Uh, Josh Heupel had a big day. He's 10. Kentucky's 11. Arkansas's 12. Oklahoma's 13. Auburn's 14. Mississippi State's 15. Are you picking something up? Yeah. Yeah. Missouri is 19. Um. Yeah, Missouri, Missouri. Missouri's 19, South Carolina's 21, Ole Miss 24. Probably all the Iowa ones haven't been entered yet. They're 25, but that's probably bound to go LSU's higher. LSU's at 27, but only at 13 commits. Yeah, uh, Vanderbilt's at 32, but a lot of that's because of the number of commits. You can make the argument it's that pound for league. pound, relatively, the most impressive class at the moment is Missouri compared to where they are historically. Yeah, because they're only at sixteen commits and are ranked nineteenth in the country. They get four more full value commits if they want them. People who follow that program obviously know who I'm talking about here. Say it's the best class in their history. They have a five star because they signed the number one wide receiver in the country. Mm-hmm. They've actually done that twice now because they signed Doriel Green Beckham back in the day. Um, and now this guy, I can't remember his name to save the life of me. What is it? Um, is it? It's the kid from he wanted to look at Ole Miss. I'm aware. Um, I'll pull no. it up. I'm, I'm it about, well, I, I want to know now because it's going to drive me crazy. Luther Burden. Yeah, that's right. I can't want to say Lester. I knew that wasn't right. They have uh, one five-star. 
a 5.94 star in Tavoris Jones. One, two, three, 5.84 stars, four, 5.84 stars. So it's pretty good, pretty good class. Is um, Deion Sanders a coach in a Power Five league next year? No. No. Two years. Maybe. Does he have to take another step first? Is there have to be a? Does he need another job first, no. or does some AD take a? No, gamble? he's just got to prove that he can do this more than once. It can't be a one year off. He's got to do it where it becomes obvious that this guy can recruit. Where an AD goes, okay, well, if he can sign those guys to Jackson State, what would he do at? And without taking Barstool with you. Because that's never an all-time guarantee, though. I don't know. Might be. That would be one of the things you'd want to know. But he's got to show some chops without it. And he has. I mean, not everybody's been hooked to that. Okay, here's a question. Yeah, sure. Ole Miss did not sign Timmy Gagofian today. Is he a February? I think so. You know, he moved to Canada. And, like, nobody's really – he hasn't even visited since then. Like I, so he I, might not be a thing anymore. I don't know what's going on with him. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you have not moved uh, Judkins over okay. or Dylan or Xavier Harris. Uh, so you're really screwing Ole Miss up here. So, actually, they're higher than we have in the – Yeah, Heath and Simmons haven't been moved over either. Do I need to go in and do that? Oh, well, I thought I did those. It didn't click through then because I actually did those. Yeah, I wasn't that in Well, let me see. Let me let me hit update and make sure. I mean, it's possible. That no, you you need to move um, a lot of dudes. Judkins, Dylan, Harris, Heath, and Simmons. Okay. Well, you can talk about something. We'll see if it updates automatically. Let me do it real quick, and okay. then we'll see where the updated ranking is while you're doing something. Else. Let's see. So I'll go back over those the uh, team rankings again because I'm curious. I scanned through that so fast I can't remember what I said. Um Team rankings, Alabama's number one with 23 signees. Georgia's two, 26 total, including four five-stars. Alabama just one five-star, which is a bad number for them. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M, 24 with two uh, five-stars. Ohio State, 18 signees, two uh, five-stars, 14 four-stars. Texas is fifth right now, 27 signees, one five-star, 13 four-stars. Penn State, pretty interesting, James, uh, James Franklin. 24 signing, signees, one five-star, 15 four-stars. Really? Yeah. Notre Dame has 21, including 15 four-stars. Michigan has 24, one five-star, nine four-stars. North Carolina, ninth. He's done a really good job there. Uh, he has 17 signees, two five-stars, nine four-stars. Tennessee has 20 signees, including seven uh, four-stars. Arkansas, I'm sorry, Kentucky has 19 signees, including 10 four-stars. Kentucky. 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 wonder what it is about Kentucky this year that's letting them recruit at that level. They're all in on the NIL. I'll give them credit. Uh, Arkansas is 12, 21 signees, including six four-stars. Oklahoma is 13th. 15 signees, including 11 four-stars. Auburn is 14th. 18 signees, including 11 four-stars. Uh, Mississippi State is 15th. 21 signees, including six four-stars. Oh. 16 through 20 is Stanford, Michigan State, Florida State, Missouri, 
Uh, Indiana is 20th. Tom Allen's group, 20 signees, including seven four-stars. South Carolina is 21, including four four-stars. West Virginia is 22nd. Iowa State is 23rd. And then right behind Ole Miss is Iowa, Boston College, LSU, Purdue, and Clemson. Clemson. And Ohio State. Clemson 13th with one – only, I'm sorry, 29th with 13 signees, one five-star, eight four-stars. So pretty good class. Good class. Don't be fooled by the numbers. Yeah, good class. Not a great class, though. Good class. Clemson's in a spot. Dabo was griping about NIL so today. You, did you move those guys? I am in the process of moving all, but I have one left. Okay. I'm just seeing if it's updated yet. I can't bulk them, so I'll have to go in. Right. I'm just seeing if it's changed. I think the the list changes, but I think they only do the... Uh... Yeah, as a, this has Ole Miss with 18 signees. Did Ole Miss sign 18 guys? I don't know. I don't know. Not compelling pod here. Signed, we have Tyler Banks, Valentha Carswell, Cam East, Jaron Willis, Quinshon Judkins, Gerald Stinson, Jalen White, Nick Cole, Preston Cushman, Xavier Harris, Taylor Groves, Reginald Hughes, Larry Simmons. And that's and yeah, we don't have the the Australian punter. And some of it just hasn't been updated. Because, like, Kyron Heath actually is flipped over in the database, but it's just not showing it yet. Okay. So. And he wouldn't really change things much. No. And Dylan. So everyone except Dylan and Heath is now accounted for. Okay. With the exception of the Australian punter. Yeah, which has no profile. Yeah. And then, obviously, Tennyson does not factor in. because Transfers do not factor into the uh, rankings. They do not sign. Um Chet would like for you to stop with the Kentucky stuff, by the way. He says they have, I'm not even saying they're doing the wrong thing. I he mean, says I'm not they even have far more potential as a program, Parham, than people give them credit for, an SEC program that has been very consistent recently. Sure. The punter is not a walk-on, Tyler. He's a scholarship player. If you're a walk-on, you don't get listed today as a, as a signing. Correct. Yeah. Ole Miss sent out the list with actual whatever's on it. So, yeah, that hasn't been updated from a number standpoint. But, anyway. When Ole Miss gets its next person, they will jump um, at least into 21st. They will jump Iowa State, West Virginia, and South Carolina with their next high school signee. If they okay. Add somebody. All right. So, if, 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 if Bonison goes in this week, that is what that would look like. So. Okay. Um, let's see. I guess that's it. We will um, be back. We will uh, have some content up at rebelgrove.com, uh, both writing something. I think Neil's farther along than I am, but either way, you'll have to stuff to you here with uh, that. So, we'll some normal football coverage as Ole Miss does play a Sugar Bowl here in, uh, in a couple weeks in New Orleans. So, so uh, basketball game tonight, oh yeah, as Tennessee. you're watching this, if you're hearing this tomorrow, it's already been played. Ole Miss in Middle Tennessee. Walker Bailey's going to cover that for us tonight. Ole Miss 11 point favorites against the Blue Raiders tonight. And then Ole Miss and Dayton on Saturday. Saturday evening. Dayton, who beat Virginia Tech yesterday. Oh, really? Yes, that is correct. So, Rebels and Blue Raiders tonight from uh, Oxford. Appreciate everybody with our different time today uh, checking in, listening to us. We appreciate that. 
content at rebelgrove.com. We'll talk to you again very soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.